0: Welcome to Van Jammin', ladies and gents. This is episode three, part two of episode two, uh, <laughs> and uh, this is yeah. So this is our second parter of the Two Terrapin Show um, by the Grateful Dead, um, uh, performed at the Hartford Civic Center in uh, '77. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah we're doing a part two because the part part one was just kind of uh we got through the first set and we realized we had covered an hour and then we went oh crap we have to do a second part so here we are um and for those of you who this is their first time i'm david kuhn alec maskell
1: and i'm braden sunshine and uh
0: yeah We are Van Jammin'. We are, (laughs) we are Van Jammin'. Um, So yeah, uh, this uh, second set we kind of already ran through the set list of the first set, so I'll just I'm just gonna kind of go over this, just what we're covering today. Um, And the second set of the Two Terrapin album is um, Samson. It begins with Samson and Delilah, Tennessee Jed. Then it goes Estimated Profit, Playing in the Band, Terrapin Station, Drums, Not Fade Away, War rat. Back to Playing in the Band, then One More Saturday Night, and U.S. Blues. Yeah. Yeah, baby. So Mm -hmm. I figured uh, we'll just jump right into it Uh and uh, get started. Like, I don't know. Does anybody have... I mean, I was actually thinking maybe we could do like three favorite songs from the second set because we kind of did three favorite songs from the overall, but like, what's your three favorite from the second?
1: Ooh, Alec, you want to go first?
0: Yeah, um, I'm actually,
2: I think my, my three from the whole show, actually, from the last nine, two of them are even in the second set. Um, I think... The only one that I'm not getting sugary, so I was in the first. Um, second set, I would say Tennessee Jed and Not Fade Away, which are both in my top three for the overall show, still stand. Um it's gonna be a toss-up between probably the first plane in the band and the Terrapin Station. I think I'm gonna say the Terrapin Station for the sake of the show.
0: It was a fantastic yeah. Terrapin. Are we going into depth as why, or just that's it? We can get into that later if you want, we, if you just want to. Sure.
2: Yeah.
1: I'd say uh, my three favorite from the second set would probably be Samson and Delilah, Tennessee Jed, and it's it's also a toss-up between that Terrapin. And I liked U.S. Blues, but I, I don't know. I really like that Terrapin a lot. It did bug me a little bit that they didn't do the second half, but again, I get it. It hadn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say the Terrapin is the third.
0: All right. Yeah, I uh, I agree with most of that. I mean, mine was – my three are probably Samson and Delilah. Um, I think Not Fade Away and then Terrapin Station are my three favorites. I this. do just
2: want to shout out that, that playing in the band, though. We'll get into that. Yeah. That was fantastic.
1: Just the whole series that came from that is the song
0: old. sandwich. They made yeah, a song really. sandwich with playing in the band. Yes. We'll leave. We'll leave that for later. Oh yes. Stay, like, the all set. good things <laughs> come to those who wait, my children. Um. All right. <laughs> um, <yes. laughs> Yeah. <we're laughs> um. All right. So, do we just want to? Uh, you guys, ready to just get into it? yeah all right so first song of the second set samson and delilah what a fantastic opening to the second set it is super energetic uh drums the drumming in it was awesome i personally thought one of one of the like drumming highlights of the album um
1: they always pull that one out yeah like it's so good
0: yeah also, I love I love
1: the uh, the, and this is kind of confusing me, um, because there's a uh, one more Saturday night at the end of the set, but they generally play this on Sundays. Mm. And if you church, go see the dead and get your dose of church in with this song. It is an old Bible story, um. So that's I, I love the way that they kind of pull that off, um, but it also it has that like really powerful, kind of like singing in church kind of vibe to it uh when bobby is like screaming it's great so i really like that especially as a start to the second set you're right man like it's a good way to fire it off
2: yeah you know just uh just an interesting touch just on that small topic of like dead trivia um i think it's really interesting how kind of the only two big songs that they they keep for a specific time are one more saturday night obviously for saturday And then the Samson and Delilah usually for, like you said, on Sundays. Um, I mean, outside of that, I feel like cold rain and snow or like feels like rain or looks like rain or, um, you know, some of those they keep for the weather stuff. But the interesting... That's so cool too. Yeah. They
1: adapt to the world. (laughs)
2: Yeah, they're really in tune. Yeah. but um, The interesting thing I think too is... Conversely, I've also heard I've never listened to a show like this, but I've heard from old uh deadheads who used to go see like the original that sometimes they'd also play one more Saturday night on Sunday.
1: Really? Just for fun.
2: Just for fun, because Bobby, that's a Bobby tune. I don't know. So And roll. this is
1: like this is 77. They're they're in like full blast Grateful Dead mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not at the beginning and they're nowhere near the end so they can do whatever they want here
2: it's true yeah dave what did i didn't mean to interrupt do you want to say about samson delilah
0: oh i was i was just gonna Braden. i was just gonna agree with um your bobby statements um bobby was fantastic i thought throughout the song and i mean like throughout the show we've talked in the last episode a lot um at least I did a lot. I know. Um, Bobby was great throughout. He was the show. really strong. Yeah, he was but like singing and uh, playing wise. I thought he was awesome. Um,
1: Youthful uh, Bobby. Yeah. Youthful Bobby had. He's got energy. He's got like style. It's great.
0: He's got those screams. <laughs> They're not just like like whimpers or like. <laughs> wait hold on like voice cracks i, I, I don't know <laughs> my
1: my dad just interrupted with with some important news mm-hmm. a buddy of ours just picked this thing up and he's like that's what we're going to shows in now <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hold on. There's, that's there's awesome. more pictures. i'm not kidding he's like yo my buddy just picked this up we're going to shows in that so we're probably going to saratoga and the other other dead shows in this thing
2: Yo, instead of naming that, uh, we got to come up with a new name, obviously. That should be
0: Tennessee Jed right there. This guy? That's Jed. Is it just Jed or Tennessee Jed?
1: Um, <laughs> look at it. It's a whole-ass
2: bus.
0: Damn. That's so cool.
1: That's crazy. It's got
2: that early 90s like seating. Yeah,
1: like it's got the, the cloth seat from the side of like a solo cup from 97. Exactly. <laughs> yeah um yeah that's sick sorry to interrupt but that's that's awesome now we don't have to sit and bake in my van with no air condition
2: for real yeah um i will just say to progress along um i personally i like the samson delilah i actually didn't have as many notes on it as you guys did um it's always that's it's always like a neutral song for me a little bit so um very good version though i thought bobby and um donna both had really good vocals on it um that was kind of, that was kind of all i had for that one but a good a good opener the second set i would agree with you on the drums definitely um pick the pace right up from, from the first set
0: yeah yeah see i i always love a love a good samson and delilah mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Always I I am true. partial to a good Samson and Delilah. That that yeah. is one of my favorites. Uh,
0: it's such like a such an energetic get up and dance. Like I also, know, I mean,
1: like kind of personally, for me, it's nostalgic. It's it's just one of those songs that I heard younger uh, when I was first getting into the Dead. That was you know you you get background knowledge, trivia, like the stuff we talked about earlier. It's mm-hmm. the little stories that go along with it. This one is kind of it fits that description as one of the original Dead songs that I listened to. So I'm a bit biased but
0: yeah it, I mean cool. for me it's also like it's a little less cool than yours but like I heard the story so much growing up <laughs> of Samson and Delilah from my parents and stuff so it's like I I don't know maybe that has something to do with it but
1: that's still cool that's awesome
0: yeah all right moving on any last thoughts on Samson and Delilah I'm set no we're good all right Tennessee Jed oh yes Alec, you're, you're one of your favorites of the entire show.
2: Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I think last episode, one of you guys said that you weren't as big on Tennessee Jed. Um, and I feel like it's kind of switch over. I I really like Tennessee Jed as a song overall. Um, but in this show, especially, it's it's really a version that I adore. Um, it's just got kind of this, it, it definitely is one of the slower songs of the entire show. They really do kind of pull it, pull it in and pull it back and slow it down. And you know it's it's just I love the version. I love what Bob's Bobby's doing with the slide on this one. It's got this like slinky sound and feel to it. Um, that's kind of technical terms here at banjo. It's slinky feel, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't say enough about it. Jerry's vocals are great on this thing. Um, and I think after the energy of Samson and Delilah, um, you know, it's kind of that nice, slower touch um, before they rip into the meat of the second set. So I really, that's, that's all I have to say. I just love this version so much. Um, and I really commend Bobby's slide playing.
0: Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Bobby was killer in the song. I, once again, yeah. From this show, he was, he was killer in the song. Um, Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this, but like one thing I noticed was like, for some reason, it sounded like Phil kind of like dropped back in the mix in this song. Could- like and his playing got if anything it was like more intricate in this song to me but it sounded like his like his, like his actual presence in the mix dropped back and that might have just been because he was playing higher notes and like he was getting covered up because he was playing higher notes so it was like messing with you know was, I don't know but I think Tennessee Jed in general has more of that like
2: it's not quite country but it's got a little bit more of that almost Scott's like playing yeah Yeah. it's got it's more of that tone and less like this like i don't know it's a little less of like the kind of deep atmospheric stuff where phil really like pulls through and is like an integral part of the sound or the songs like chemistry Uh,
0: yeah yeah i just wrote needed more Phil in the mix <laughs> I love this playing I like because like whenever I like keyed in on him I was like oh man he's doing some great stuff but I always just felt he was too quiet no. throughout the song
1: yeah no I, I like this Tennessee Jet it, it, it it's one of those ones again Uh, like we were talking about in part one that just kind of grabs your attention but yeah I I didn't have that many notes on it but I liked it
0: yeah I thought it was a good one um, I I actually one do th- one more thing I want to say about um this song. That's also about Keith. Um this was another song where I was like, I don't know if I said this last episode, but um just Keith sounds like a lot like a second rhythm guitar player. And like mm-hmm. it's especially in this song. I noticed it a lot. um but, yeah. It was a, and then also one more thing. (laughs) There was a, uh, there was like a groove change for like eight bars around the eight minute mark. And it was a little more standard, like rock, like more upbeat blues or rock tune. Um, It's just snare on the two and four. Whereas like the, they were kind of placing the snare like almost wherever before usually it was like, one and uh one and three or or something um but then they go to like just two and four standard rock beat just for yeah. like eight bars and then they tra- then they go right back cool. I thought that was a really ah, cool moment That is kind of cool Yeah I didn't pick up on that person but yeah. that is
2: as though
0: Yeah uh any more thoughts on Tennessee Jet? That's all I got on that one.
1: I'm set, but I do have some thoughts on the next one.
0: All Bobby. right. Estimated profit. Braden.
1: See, okay. Do you want to take I, it away? I like, yeah, I like estimated. Um, I didn't used to like estimated profit. It always had this, like, a weird vibe to me. Um, but I like this one because Bobby gets to do, like, an airy, like, bohemian type weird. I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's moving his voice from here to, like, here. Like, lower in his chest and, uh, you know, lower throat. Um. And it's a really cool effect. Uh, and I think he does that really well during this song, especially in this rendition. But yeah, it's an interesting way to follow up Tennessee Jed. That's, yeah. That was... just—it It does. It kind of sits in between Tennessee Jed and playing in the band. It's a good split up for like, if they know they're going to go on that massive tangent, you know, with playing in the band into everything else, it is a good split song between the mojo and momentum of Tennessee Jed estimated profit break it up and then go into a continuous stream but eh, i like it it was a really good way to do that actually now that i think of it that's exactly why it's there <laughs> that makes Pretty a lot why, of sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> dang okay cool <laughs> well cool <laughs> but nice, I, I like dude. the way that bobby does it with his like ha i I don't know how oh, yeah. it's a very airy Bohemian tone that he uses,
2: so it's great. I know what you. I know what you. I know you're referring to vocally that he does.
1: Yeah, I, I can't really describe it. And I'm probably using the wrong terminology, but if you listen to it, you'll kind of hear him do well, something a little different, just kind of playing with with the tone that he uses.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had actually a good amount of notes for this one. Um, I felt with this estimated there, and I I think. This really just lends itself to the fact that Jerry's really doing a lot with like the wall pedal on this one and different effects, but um, there, there's a really strong, stark contrast between him and Bobby on this one that you really can hear. Um, you know, Jerry's more spacey and Bobby's more just doing his kind of sharp barbie, Bobby, barbie, barbie, it's it's Bobby barbie, his sharp Bobby thing, his barbie tail um i liked his vocals though i would agree with you like again bobby really had good vocals good harmonies with donna again on this one donna really just like killing it on the show crazy um but yeah i had written down around the seven minute mark um i really liked what jerry was doing during the solos there i felt like he was kind of even though he was using the same kind of tone he was using it differently around this part I really noticed um and obviously this version there's a big dynamic change towards the end of it um as it's going into playing the band not the cleanest transition I don't know if I should have left that but um yeah um star of this version I'm gonna say is Phil um Phil's really in the mix on this one he's moving everywhere um, and I really liked, especially in the later jams, where he's just, for me, it just felt like Phil was walking up and down scales right in between what Jerry was doing in it. I, I don't know. I really noticed the two of them kind of bouncing off each other on this one, but that's fine. Hmm. So I wrote.
0: Yeah. I, I honestly didn't really even have notes on Phil for this one, but it's not like I yeah i probably wasn't really listening i think at this point i was so like phil's not even doing anything god damn it (laughs) i was just like not even paying attention to him but um i don't know this is yeah i have a just like this is one of my favorites of the album um
2: because i feel like you have a weird relationship with this song dave kind of like what braden said i feel like estimated pop it's not always of your favorites and correct me if i'm wrong but
0: no it's it it generally isn't i love i love this song but like i've always i haven't always loved bobby's vocals um Mm. just in general especially on this song but like when he does it right he really like i don't know he really kills it and i thought he did it really well on this album um yeah i think honestly like um donna yeah donna's great but like it's him and donna blending together that i think works really well um and i mean jerry's tone is great i love his tone i've always loved his tone on the song um he does that like wah flanger reverb effect the how do you, how do you describe
1: what that sounds like i've always tried to i've always tried to and it escapes me like what would you it's yeah. like a whoop or like wow wow. it's <laughs> like almost it like you know that thing you can put on the end of a horn it's like you put that on the cone of a speaker but like with his tone it's weird
0: yeah, it's, yeah i don't know
2: he's definitely got a wog going but it's just a matter of like
0: what other I, I could be wrong maybe it's not pedals but i feel like other pedals no, he's definitely gonna be using other pedals than just a wah.
1: Oh yeah,
0: it's not just a wah. I mean, like it's definitely a wah, but others. I think it's a. I think it's a flanger. But
1: You're gonna I don't make know. Me listen to it again. I'm. I'm curious. I gotta figure that out. Yeah. We need how, to... how would you describe that sound? Is is the thing that I've always. Well, wow,
0: wow! 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for very beautiful <laughs> there it is that's um the new definition ah uh, <laughs> <laughs> um
1: a description of that on amps now for that yeah preset.
0: just put that on yep how to get preset. the wah, 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 wah wow wow sound yep hey Perfect. not to not to cut us off
2: but do you know where we are at the time
0: uh i think we're about 20 minutes in Exactly. Okay. really yeah
2: no worries no worries i just wanted to ask because i didn't know when we started
0: Mm -hmm. i think it was like around eight um sorry keep them so i mean yeah that was pretty much it just like um keith had that i think he had that organ sound i think on this one again Mm -hmm. um harsh attack was pretty cool it worked well with uh bobby kind of like an extension of his playing Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I thought it was better than uh wake up to find out. It was better than that. Version. It was definitely better than that version. Um, I think the version
2: I will just, just to be
0: devil's advocate. I think that
2: for me, I like the estimated profit on Cornell, even better than this one, just cause it's in the same, the same tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Actually, you know what's funny? Um, No, that has nothing to do with this. I take it back. I agree, the Cornell one is better.
0: <laughs> that's how I. This is my life. That's braided. that's what I your go through. Your brain, every day. dude. What is
1: your brain <laughs> <laughs> Let's just edit that part out. <laughs> oh, that's staying i to start about <laughs> the
2: version of morning dew from like 1984, and be <laughs>
1: <you're> like, you went way Oh yeah, that's. Oh well, that has nothing to do with this. I take it back. It's cool, but uh. it just isn't anything near what we're talking about i right, like something so, up about Veneta, but it had nothing to do with this. I'm like, what? Um, All right, continue. Um, Playing yeah.
0: in the band. Yeah, playing in the band. We're
1: here now. We've entered we the here. long stretch.
0: We've entered the sandwich.
1: We um, have entered the sandwich.
0: <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. does anybody else, does anybody want to start or like, should I just kind of get it rolling or anybody? Take it away. Uh,
2: all right i actually just want to
0: say one quick
2: thing before i let you roll into this i just wanted to talk about real fast the transition i think that this one they kind of do it's just a tough transition because it's very like spacey and whatever at the end of estimated profit and you know then you're going kind of upbeat and and also just like the you know, the beginning of playing in the band is structured more like a conventional, almost even like a first set song. Um, so I felt the transition didn't quite mesh as well in this one. Um, the only other thing I wanted to say, I think the drums from here out are really good. And I think the drums overall, are, as we've discussed, are great the whole show. But those last three songs, um, they're still good. But I, I did notice up to this point, there is kind of a little bit of a difference with the drums. It's 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 not, and I think it might be partially because they're playing slower songs a little bit with like Estimated and with Tennessee Red. But the drums feel like they, it feels like they came out of the break and they were like, hey Bill, like chill a little bit. Like, it, I don't know. I noticed that for the first three, but in playing in the band, I thought it really it went right back.
0: Um, yeah Yeah.
2: that's that was that was a short comment to turn long but go ahead dave
0: um yeah no that was great um honestly i don't think i had a lot on this first playing in the band it was just kind of like um donna was solid uh bobby and jerry mixed really well uh i guess they were doing their harmonies um during the riff i don't know if i was talking about I have that written down. I don't know if I was talking about like their guitars doing harmonies or if I was saying their vocals, probably their vocals. Um, But I said, Phil was, I thought Phil was great on this song. Um, He's got like a little
2: solo part at like the three minute mark. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, that was, yeah, that was great. Um, And then... And then they, I don't know, and then they start to go into that transition and that, like, is awesome. Um, Like, that jam before the transition was really, really good. I thought, um, it just, it gets, like, really interesting tonally. I mean, they do that thing where they always do, where where they're in a key and maybe there's a chord that they're playing around, but, like, none of them are playing chords and they're all just kind of, like, each one is almost playing their own like melody but it all works somehow and it's it's so great and they did that in this song um and they did it a lot in this like in this section of the plane in the band sandwich i guess we'll call it <laughs> so yeah
1: i just um i pulled it up on my phone and moved over to uh, like three quarters of the way through the song. I just pulled it up to that point exactly when you were talking about like they kind of just all do their own thing in a weird way, but it actually works. It, it, it's great. The song yeah. is great because uh, it's kind of an exemplification of what they do and who they are and how they do it. Uh, it's literally a song called Playing in the Band. It's just like what, it's playing music, man. Have fun. It's great. So they all just kind of let loose a little bit. It's cool. You know, D- Donna and Bobby lock it down. That's great. But yeah. Jerry's very playful during that kind of Im- improvisational section. Yeah. He's kind of toying with Jerry. I things.
0: think Jerry's almost at his best when it's that, when they do. When that he's playful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But just having fun. It's a philosophy that, that, you know, again, if you see the Amazon thing, you, they portray it as something he lives by. So but he sounds so good. So, I mean, it's kind of true. He's just a playful, fun guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He comes through, especially yeah. when he doesn't have any constraints. Like, everybody is doing whatever they want, and he doesn't have to feel bad about doing something that might be a little avant garde or something.
0: Yeah. And when they're just like playing off each other and they're like communicating, it's like it really is like a big conversation. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's a good one um i'll just yeah I, um, yeah I
2: i kind of i kind of honestly just want to echo what you guys said i don't really have too much big to add like like i already mentioned Bill had that little solo i liked jerry like yeah they get into some jams on this on this version that like ooh, they almost they almost go like dark star level but not they don't they don't quite go there but like they get in the atmosphere
1: they get in the weeds Mm
2: -hmm. they do they they really get into some jams that make you go like wow this is still playing in the bands." (laughs) um but yeah and same you know jerry i i love how when he gets into that he does bring back the wall a little bit um i like how spacey it gets i i guess my only real comment i know i just made the comment about the drums so it's kind of funny that i'm saying this but Towards the end, when they are doing some of the jams, the drums start to do some cool stuff. If I I think if I remember correctly on this song, they're doing these little like double time, almost like sixteenth notes. Yeah. I have, and like awesome. And I I remember listening to this again recently and being like, that's a very interesting little like drum section um that i don't know if i've heard as much in other just in other shows
0: what's really cool about that is i think they do it at the end of this like at the end of this playing in the band and then they do it at the intro of the next playing in the band because i have that written down for the next playing in the band like for the when they come back so i'm pretty sure they do it because i think i remember them doing it at the end of this one as well yeah so i think it's like which is dope.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I I guess if everyone's good on this, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. If everyone's good on this one, just to move it on to transitions smoothly as they do, uh, the Terrapin station, mm-hmm. nice, nice little transition into there. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I really liked Bobby's opening lines and he's doing these little like cascade kind of lines um, in the very beginning that I really liked. And yeah, I just, I felt that this Terrapin station, it's definitely, you know, to Braden's point, they don't have that last section. They're definitely still working the song at this point. Like you can, you can definitely tell. Um, But, they the version that they do with this one on this show is just awesome it really feels like everybody's just kind of just trying like whatever they can try um and it's working very well jerry does some stuff especially in the later Um, i always forget like the different um sections of the song like the names but when he's kind of getting towards like the inspiration part towards the end um he there's just some lines he has that are just pillar on this. Mm-hmm. And Jerry really is the one who stands out from about the halfway point in the song on. But I just really felt the transitions between versions is really smooth on this. Um, and it just, Terrapin Station when it's done right with all the transitions done flawlessly and all the different parts of the song just done perfectly It really can be as powerful as a good help slip, Frank, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I liked it because I I liked it because you're right. They were workshopping it, but um, it still got, I think that allowed them a little bit more freedom to just kind of do different things. Like they they always have any freedoms that they want. The Grateful Dead, that's kind of what they do. Um, But within the constraints of, of where the song now goes, you know, after they've established it, that's where I feel like they they more reside in later versions. In this version, it's kind of a hybrid. You know, some of the instrumentals uh, go off in different places, but Jerry stayed very true to the melody uh, when he was singing. Um, So, like, I don't know if it had just been written or was still very, very new, but it was interesting to hear a live Terrapin station in which Jerry was very, very, you know, true to the original melody that was recorded so i thought that was interesting i really love this song though it's one of my yeah, favorite songs they do
0: yeah i thought i thought it was a good version i also don't i don't like i had never really if I'm being honest paid attention to terrapin station much on the other it's a commitment albums. if you sit think, down to
1: listen to terrapin station you need some time and some attention
0: yeah well yeah i think that was just it i think i had never really like really listened to it um <laughs> and like this was my first time like really sitting down and listening to this song and i was like blown away and it yeah like i said it was in my top three of the second set um bobby i thought was phenomenal when he's doing that like lead slash rhythm thing um when like while jerry's singing um and i thought jerry's voice was pretty good as well um yeah the only thing I would have said that like I would I wanted was um when like they go into that like you know when they do that like kind of explosive thing where it's like a bunch of uh they almost do like distortion and stuff Phil usually like I think in later versions Phil usually will put the octave on he'll do the octave pedal but he doesn't do it in this one and I wanted it so badly <laughs> I wanted to say
2: on this one, I think another kind of. Um, I really love Keith, and I I do think there's some good moments, but overall this is just not like Keith's show. It's a it's just not his best show. Um, yeah,
1: no, he kind of sits in the background most of it.
2: Uh, yeah. Background, and he's. he's not, I mean, like, he's also I think for most of it the least prominent in the mix, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah he on this one i think he he stands out a little bit but it's it's more in the capacity of like
0: you said dave like it sounds like he's like a second rhythm guitar almost um well he's just i think like it was rare when he would play like a melody line yeah or like he would like he was pretty much exclusively playing chords for most of the show (laughs) yeah which is fine (laughs) it like added nicely i thought to some of the songs but like I just
2: wanted to say uh, for for him and for the other members, when they really get in those parts at the end with the transitions and the rhythm changes and they're all kind of playing, like the dun, 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 you know, like the walk downs and all that.
1: When that's um, clean, it's
0: fantastic. Yeah, and I just thought they all were really on the same page on this one. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any more thoughts on therapistation? I'm ready to go on.
2: There you go. All right. Were you signaling
0: to move forward, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm realizing, tired. like, we, uh, I think we're at, um, 30 minutes. I just want to, I think we're a little over 30 minutes, so I just want to make sure.
1: Well,
0: we're going to probably kind of skip the last two, so. And some of it out as well, so. Um, so anyways. Drums.
1: Drums is drums.
0: Um, any, any thoughts on drums? I would just say it's a nice like intro to, not fade away. That's why yeah. I liked it. But
1: you know, I, th- I bet there's some deeply intriguing things in there that we could really get into. It's just I have a hard time sitting down and dissecting drums.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I sit, mean this one was only like car. a minute long. It was basically it was literally like a short intro. Like they could have, they literally could have called it just not fade away. I think
1: I'm surprised they didn't. Okay. That's why I'm okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, I would agree. Um, I think the drums is whatever.
2: I just think the transition is beautiful from Terrapin into drums into, uh, not fade away. That transition is great. And it's really that, like you said, it's really that the drum sets up not fade away so perfectly.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, then I guess not fade away. Hmm. Mm.
1: Not fade away is 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 a personal favorite of mine. Um,
2: really?
1: Just just because I I love it, man. I, I love that song for for several historical reasons, but also just the uh the the vibe of it is great. I mean, my dad told me this story about when he was at a, at a show at like Madison Square Garden or something, and they played that as their last song, and people were going, "No, I love and not fade away," and like clapping. Uh, all the way out to their cars like in the streets for like a half an hour after the show had not only ended but let out and people were still doing this so just the whole vibe of it is uh something I really really like and also it, it is very it rips yeah. you know when they get a fast one going and this whole show is fast so this one I mean it after ripped. that intro uh, when Bobby's like not nah, fit away it's all it's so cool just light right off into it
0: yeah that's such a catchy song
1: yeah i like this one a lot and it's it's simplistic it's one of their most like jamming but widely accessible songs as i i like it for that reason as well you know you can sit down and learn how to play this in 10
2: minutes it is also a cover this one
1: really you know i didn't didn't actually know know that
2: yeah it's a cover of an old um like an old it might even be R&B, but like an old, like, almost like Chuck Berry era rock, kind of. Yeah, I think it's the Animals. I could be wrong, um, but it's definitely some, like, late 50s, early. Here, I'll look it up real quick. Oh. Uh, da, 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 da. The, uh, the other band who actually did a really famous cover of Not Fade Away um um oh, I'm, I'm sorry buddy holly and the crickets i think yeah that's buddy who they, holly. okay but uh the rolling stones actually did a really gonna look that up so... fade away cover so, Wait, so i
1: say that one more time
2: the rolling stones have also done like a very popular
0: not fade away cover um that's well known i didn't even know they did a cover yeah
1: i didn't know it wasn't a grateful dead song i also I yeah i, I also didn't bad.
0: know that it was a cover yeah. Begin with.
1: <laughs> I um, would have thought that the Rolling Stones covered it by the Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, wow, that's interesting. The more you know.
2: I will say for the not fade away, I mean, my, my only note is spectacular not fade away. Um. <clears throat> I think the only other version that really comes to mind for me um, would be like Cornell. Um, but this one might have a beat, um, the thing, the thing with not fade away is that it really feels like the song that this whole entire show was building up to, like it really does. Cause the drummers were really just running the show for most of this thing. And even in the background, they were just running the show and the pace. And it just seems like the perfect, um, Kind of accumulation at the end that they come to this moment, and they really they kill it on this one. The you know both guitarists are just amazing on this. I really like with this not fade away, and I actually need to go back and listen to some other versions, including like the Cornell one, um, because I, I'm now I was I'm very curious to see if they do this with all versions, but. This one almost has like a like kind of like a pacing or a setup, almost like a version of the other one, where like they don't introduce the vocals for like a solid like
0: five to ten minutes. Four minutes uh, and thirty seconds I have it written down.
1: It's it's <laughs> insane. Go. I'm like, what guys, you coming in and then they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. just wait. Yo, yeah, we'll
0: no, get I, I like mentioned that too in my notes. I was like, There's uh they really milked the shit out of that intro and every drop is amazing of <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. they really milk the shit out of that intro that's fantastic
0: yeah i yeah i it's honestly probably one of my favorite not fadeaways um if not my favorite um yeah great jam i i haven't written down i'm pretty sure jerry uses an octave pedal in this um again wish it was phil but i'll take it It's an octave pedal. Love me a good octave octave. pedal. I'll love me a good octave pedal. I also have written PS. um, Octave pedals and IPAs are one and the same. I don't remember what I was trying to say. Maybe just because they're both kind of crunchy, you know, and like they kind of...
1: Octave pedals and his, I, like you meant the beer. You didn't I, mean yeah like, like, like the pedal.
0: beer. No,
2: like the beer and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm the most scientific on this podcast, known as benjamin, <laughs> Ben-Jamin. Yeah. the words,
0: The most technical. <laughs> the most technical. Things. Yeah.
2: Um. I. I just gotta throw out just in general because this is the first off fade away that we've had. I just want to say in general, I know that we all have a very I know Braden loves this song and yeah. uh, we we were blessed to see it together, the to show together once. Um I saw
1: that song.
2: Yeah. This um great. anyway, <laughs> the, the not fade away though, like to your dad's point, and it, it really I know like cause Dave, I don't think you've seen a not fade away yet, right? Nope. The um
0: Going to three we, shows, I better at one, one of them. What'd you say? I said I better at one of them. We're going to three.
1: That's true. Be- oh my uh, we're going to three shows. That's gonna be so cool. Uh,
0: and, and we definitely need to discuss some more Dead and Co. Stuff. Dude,
1: let's let's do a podcast in the parking lot. Why not?
0: We gotta we gotta okay. first let's first let's wrap this show up. I'm
2: gonna reintroduce the point I was just trying to say. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so we can cleanly edit. I just wanna say real quick about like not fade away. Um, I know like Braden, yeah, I know you and I have both seen it together in Hartford once. Um, Dave, I don't think you've seen it yet, but I, there's something about that song when you first see it, where you, that for me is like the song where you transition from like a fan to like a thing, because to Braden's point, like when it's over, um, they always play it to close the second set, like everyone just keeps clapping and it really like the version we saw at Hartford was great but uh, there there's this one time i saw it up in boston in the um in the wang theater and the energy that the crowd produced at the end of it just continuing to clap and keeping it going until he comes back out for encore and that was just bob weir and wolf rose too it wasn't even the full dead and co or anything like it is it's beyond goosebumps. Like that is a moment where you're like, I love this fucking band. And I love being in the middle of these people who love this band and we're the only people who do. And no one else understands this band. And yeah. there's something about that moment when you experience your first not fade away and then energy after that just it's unlike Very any special. other moment that the dead produce. I really feel.
1: Huh? Yeah. that Any was a other. really good way to describe that
2: yeah it's just the all-inclusive song like we will not fade away us the dead like together as one fans and the band like
1: but not not just we will not fade away because that you know it's our love this thing sure. this this love and passion for what we can create together as one when we all come together in this moment yeah. that's what's really and it's it's Everybody loves that song. Everybody comes together yeah. for that. It's a perfect, uh, you know, manifestation of that idea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. And, and it's, you're right. When you sit in that sea of people and the cool thing is it's, it's thousands of people it's, at this point all over the world. It's hundreds of thousands of people, but those hundreds of thousands of people are the only hundreds of thousand of people out of the billions of people who really truly understand what it's like to sit in a crowd and know every single person there without ever having said a word to, 99.9 of them yeah. it's crazy so yeah that's a very very good way to make that point hmm. all
0: right so is that i guess on to uh warfrat then i mean that's a pretty good way to wrap it up like i don't want <laughs> um so any well for i guess first any thoughts on like maybe the transition into warfrat
2: i don't remember it as much so i can't really speak yeah, I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't really remember it. Yeah, I think it's an okay transition. Um, I don't think it's great, but it's not horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just, I'll start, because I have the least to say, just so I know we're getting a little tight on time here. Yeah. Um, Warfrap, I really like this version. I actually am not a big Warfrap fan. I always think of, like, um, the Boston show in 77 same tour the night before cornell there's a great version of warfrap um but i have to go back and listen to that again because this version Mm -hmm. listening this show in general really piqued my interest not huge on the song usually but um this this version might have turned that around for me a little bit um i really liked it i thought it was a nice little bit of like a slower pace towards the end good stuff from bobby and definitely some
0: cool sections with piano um yeah that's all i got yeah um actually i have surprisingly a good amount of notes but uh i also like um this is also like not a huge song for me um usually i'm kind of like it's the one i skip but this kind of piqued my interest so i'm excited to go listen to more versions of it um but I guess main things uh one it's basically dark star uh the chord you can just sing the dark star melody
1: um (laughs) oh my god you can
0: yeah no you can just just go and do it whoever's listening go and sing dark star over Over warfrat it works very well um (laughs) that's crazy well just for like the first like line or two and then it the chords are a little different but um yeah Bobby's great uh he does a lot of really cool licks and he does this, he does a lot of like these tremolos like these hammer on and hammer offs um or pull offs throughout the song um Jerry mostly playing chords uh especially while he's singing um yeah uh this was one of my favorite transitions that was the last thing I'll say is that into playing in the band. It's one of my favorite. Braden,
1: Man, I honestly warfrat again is not a big song for me. Generally, when you hear some other versions, Jerry's a little bit warbly. You know, it's it's just kind of a slow and all right, everybody sit back and muscle memory take control. Let's run through this. But um, this one was not that. This one was very involved. Jerry was very on the ball. Um, with his, you know, I've talked about it before with this like forlorn type, like, oh. Let me just rip your heart out and show it to you real quick. No big deal. I'm Jerry Garcia. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he, he reaches that effect very well in this song. Um, going into that playing in the band, though, afterward, most of the song is just a jam, trying to figure out a way out of the forest. Like, they sat... Warfrat was them telling stories around a campfire, right? And they're deep in the woods at this point. And getting out of the playing in the band is... is finding your way out of the woods and towards the end of the song they find the highway and they're there man they're ready to go they're ready to play another show and then they hop into one more saturday night it's fantastic um but yeah war frat generally isn't a song for me this one piqued my interest in the same way you know it it just came together really well a lot of songs in this show just came together very very well
0: yeah i i would honestly go as far to say like this piqued my interest enough that i'd be I'd be, like, pretty excited if they were going to play it at one of the shows Like we're if going. At
1: so, one of the three shows yeah, we're going like to. Yeah, I'd be pretty excited to go
0: see their version of it. When Just we get closer to that
1: show, we got to make, like, a dream list set list and, like, put <laughs> it on the podcast. That's going to be sick.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, into playing in the band. Closing out the song sandwich. Um. Very jammy. Yeah. Really Very jammy. Cool. Really jammy. Big jam a great intro great intro um jerry has so many great licks and so many awesome runs in that like intro section and um jerry and bobby also i noticed were trading off riffs in the intro they like they were doing a lot of that like back and forth stuff um and, again, the drums were, like, doing those hi-hat things, which was – and, like, they just kept building. They were just doing, like, hi-hat and ride. And they were kind of just playing on that maybe a few toms. And then they didn't really hit any snares until, like, right before the beginning, right before, like, the the actual song comes in, you know. Um, yeah, that's about what I had on that. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I don't have a lot on the – playing
2: in the band, um, other than it's just great. It's great continuation of the same jam where they left it, you know, four songs before. Um, and to Braden's point, they do really kind of, they they get back and then they jam and then they really just kick into the, to the playing in the band, like main kind of, you know, melody part or more like conventional part. And then they're ready to go. They're, you know, they're done with the night. Um, which is kind of like how I feel about the rest of the podcast because of the next two songs. Because I feel like the band was done with the rest of the
0: night. Yeah. The- yeah I know, Braden. You said you liked uh, U.S. Blues, but like
1: U.S. Blues, I kind—I just like U.S. Blues. That's yeah. why. And I heard one here. Like, it, mm-hmm. you don't often hear them play U.S. Blues. I don't know if it's because it's old or or they don't like to play it. I just like it, so I'm biased.
2: And I don't mean to skip, I didn't mean to skip over, Braid, if you want to say more on the playing in the band. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, no, I-, I said most of what I wanted to say for playing in the band when I made my forest metaphor.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think <laughs> um, for-, for me, I noticed the band, it-, it just feels like right after this, they just like, uh, it just, as great wow. a show as this is, it really just feels like all the energy is just sucked right out, done. Yeah. it's just like
0: well, it seems like know. they tired themselves out and they were like it, they were like oh my god we have two more songs <laughs> I hate to say this um I see I
2: like us blues I've definitely heard better versions um this version just did nothing for me honestly I really don't have much to say on the last two versions other or on the last two songs other than like This honestly might be one of my least favorite One More Saturday Nights I've ever heard. And I love that song. Like I really love that song, but it just sounds so devoid of any energy and the the normal excitement that goes into that. And Bobby's not there. I feel like Keith is honestly the only part of it that's like kind of still got the original energy of the song, which is important. Mm. It's definitely got that piano that song always reminds me of like, Saturday Night Sorry for Fighting, like by, by Elton John, but they're not similar at all really, but it's just that both songs have a really cool kind of rock and roll vibe that's really important on the piano's relation with like the guitar in this case yeah. Bobby. Um, but this version is just like not it. it's just, I really felt like after playing in the band, it was like a, I would have packed up and gone home. That moment yeah
1: it's always good because it's always the dead but like i understand what you mean in that i i just listened to a clip of, of just the chorus and bobby sounds like um you know that moment where either like you've been running for a while working all day for my example you've just been playing for a while and um you're like so tired but yeah. you know you have like either a big note or or uh, some large expenditure of energy coming up so you just like synthetically charge your body up and like throw everything you've got at it and then afterwards you're like for a second just in that wake of tired for a whole minute it 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 sounds like they're hanging on and really throwing those punches as hard as their body can but as soon as they're done they're either gonna do some coke or they're falling asleep (laughs) so like yeah they sound a bit tired i know what you're getting at
0: well, I, I like you said Keith was like keeping it up, and I was like, it's because Keith wasn't doing anything for the rest of the,
1: the show. Whole show. He was, so saying, he, was like, he was pacing
0: he was, like, himself. Come on, guys, let's yeah. do it! And like they're all exhausted because they've been yeah. doing all this other crap. Like
1: he was pacing himself for those two songs, man. Yeah, he knew what
0: was coming. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like I I really don't. I didn't even have any notes on those last two because I just kind of. They were pretty forgettable to me. And, um, In the grand scheme of
1: the renditions of those songs, which are both really good songs, they're mm-hmm. a little lackluster.
0: Yeah, especially the one, especially the one more yeah. Saturday nights. Especially,
2: me. I, I don't, you know, I love. The, I'm with Braden too. Like it's the Grateful Dead. Like any version, even if it's bad, is cool to listen to because you're like, that's what it sounds like when they're not at their par. Mm-hmm. And part of the thing, though, I think why it's so disappointing with this show is just because the rest of it's so good. I mean, everything from the Bertha that started this thing off, that's kind of like just a normal Bertha is amazing. All the way through, I mean, third song, you get that 20-minute sugary. I mean, this show is flawless. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. I mean, my thing is that, you know, my argument, as I said earlier, is that this really might be the, this poor really might be the band at their peak in all their years of playing. The spring 77 tour is the stuff of legend. I mean, the Fortnite Cornell run or, you know, where they did New Haven, Boston, Cornell, Buffalo, which I've referenced far too many times already. Like that, those four shows are the stuff of legend. And the, the thing is that those two songs are the way they end the tour. This is it. It's the last Oh, night. that's
1: the end of the tour? This,
2: this is it. This yeah. is the last uh, Okay. Last now show, I understand
1: why you hold like, you're not gonna lie you're a little bit hard on them like i understand where you're coming from but you're just like you know fuck these songs i'm like no because they're good but you're right they are they are lackluster especially in comparison to the greatest tour you know for for a lot of people who who listen to these guys the greatest tour they did um that is up for massive debate but you're right the stuff a legend came prior and this being the the little capstone on that i can see how that's very disappointing
0: yeah um i just i think we're kind of running a bit out of time so just overall (laughs) thoughts (laughs) yeah overall thoughts on the uh
2: this one might be a little longer than most shows honestly
1: Mm. Uh, this this, like grateful dead show or ours
2: it's 21 songs and it's two hours and 52 minutes so i mean yeah it's
0: up there
1: it's true Um, yeah uh, it's
0: pretty long show what are we doing to cap it off? I was just gonna say, um, just like any kind of final closing thoughts on the album. Um, I'll just say quick: uh,
2: great show, great cherry on the top at the end of the at uh, the end of the tour. Like we just talked about, um, I give this show a solid eight out of ten. I've always loved the Two Terrapin show. Um, it's one of the first dead live shows that really like just, I loved alongside like Veneta and Cornell and some others. Um, and it's, it's also got a special place in my heart. Cause it's definitely my favorite of all the shows I've ever heard in Connecticut, which is where we're all from. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Braden. You wanna-
1: yeah, man, honestly, I, I heard this show relatively recently. Like um, we started doing, listening to this a little while back. Um, And when I heard it, it just like we were we were listening to wake up to find out at that point. And I had trouble like staying on task and dissecting wake up to find out because this thing just was so good. It's one of the better shows that I've heard. Um, You know, it's got its flaws. It's got its high points and low points, but very, very few low points. It is a bit fast, but I mean, they're so playful. They're so energetic. They're so into it. And they're so lockstep with each other. I mean really man to, again to highlight the point you made before this whole tour was the stuff of legend and this was a uh you know a really good end show for that it's one of the better shows i've ever heard so i i very much liked it a lot and jerry was really on his game with his vocals too like again what was the thing the lead singer of kansas my dad went to see kansas like four years ago. And somebody on Facebook commented on a video that he had posted and said that the lead singer of Kansas had a voice that was a beautiful handcrafted uh, flute with uh, ornate carvings in it that had been smashed repeatedly over a rock over the years. Um, And Jerry had not been to that point in 1977. He was still this beautifully, I would call it more of an ocarina type thing, but he's fantastic in this. Um, And for that reason, really almost above all else i really like this show because i love jerry as a vocalist
0: yeah
1: that's a bias though i'm a vocalist
0: (laughs) um yeah i this is awesome show love this show i i hadn't really ever listened to it until uh we did it for the podcast um but like once i started it was incredible i'm definitely going to keep listening to it um for sure and it's definitely up there and one of my favorite shows, for sure. Um, Bobby's great. I had never really liked Bobby either, so this almost like g- gave me a better appreciation for Bobby, um, and uh, and Donna as well, I think too. Donna and Bobby. So yeah, overall, it's just uh, it's a great show. It's pretty fast. Bobby, like you said, Braden, but uh, <laughs> I think the the speed works for it really well. And um yeah, I think it's a great show.
1: Donna and Bobby is Dobby. Dobby. Dobby is better. (laughs) So
0: I like Dobby. Just to
2: uh just to set us up real quick before Dave kinda takes us out of this episode. Um thank you to everybody. Um we're hoping to get back with you for technically it'll be episode four. Uh, in person we are going to have some more episodes that are over zoom like this we apologize
0: for like you know video and audio quality yeah we're doing our goddamn best all right (laughs) for the six of you who are (laughs) subscribed and listening
2: uh, we appreciate we hope we get more people we hope we can build a little bit of community please you know please tell us some other musicians we really do want to step outside of just the dead um and yeah yeah, to kind of Preview for a little surprise. Uh, Our next episode is going to be a nice 4th of July special. And we are going to be doing.
0: Live at Woodstock by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Because he plays the Star Spangled Banner. Yes.
2: And
1: it's Independence Day.
0: Yeah, America.
1: America, um, you guys want to go boating on Lake Mead? Nope, it's too low. It right. was a joke about right, drought. Just so, cut it out, um, fuck you.
0: <laughs> real, it. real it in, real <laughs> it in um, So thank you so much for listening to. Uh, episode three, which is part two of episode two uh, of <laughs> our uh, Two Terrapins show because it was such a long show and, and we had so many things to say about it. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you guys keep listening. Please, uh, you know, follow our podcast, um, follow, uh, follow the YouTube channel, all that good stuff. And um, oh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah i'm alec you'll put the things in the
1: i thought you said you were alec you're like i'm alec yeah. you're david
0: <laughs> well so, i was saying like, alec you'll put the like the, the yeah you'll put the links in the description in the youtube and stuff um <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for listening and uh we'll see you guys for uh fourth of july
1: yeah, yeah baby Goodbye. independence day